0: Melissa Hurt, folks, <laughs> she worked. The 1977 civil engineering grad worked her way through school as the first female co-op at Alabama Power. Then she got her ex on for 20 years. Then, as president of Emerson Process Solutions, she took revenue to over a billion annual American dollars. No wonder she's won everything from her alma mater's Lifetime Achievement Award to the Carol H. Dunn Award of Excellence. Imposter syndrome? <laughs> Girl, please. I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see It it looks
1: something like this 1.21
0: gigawatts
1: What the hell is a gigawatt?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast Brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering Hey you, congratulations for tuning in to the best podcast in all of higher education. I think you know what I'm talking about. That would be the award-winning Hashtag getting Brought to you by the award-winning Samuel Ghan College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm a communications and marketing specialist for that office. Jeremy Henderson is my name. Incredible introductions is my game. You hit it today. Thank you. And uh, that's Austin Phillips over there. He's the director. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna comment on his wardrobe. I'm not gonna comment on his hair. As exquisite getting, as it is, I'm getting it done on Wednesday. Well, yeah, the frequency seems to have no. Increased. It just.
2: I think it's like the grass; it grows you know, the, a the lot summer. quicker in the summer. That's I think probably it's the same it way. You it's go, watered.
1: You gonna get those white spots tinted? Oh, out? listen! Every
2: time Stephen cuts it, in it, I'm like, why are you putting stuff in my hair that keeps <laughs> falling snow, down here?
0: Snow, snow. snow, <laughs> snow <laughs> those are wisdom hairs. Uh, Marcus Klutz over here on keys. Uh, are, we, once again, are we recording? I think this is <laughs> this may be the second or third successful launch in a row. Don't jinx it. Yeah, don't don't jinx it. Uh, looking good. He's a level three producer four, director. Four. No, Why level do you keep four? Demoting him? Is he He's level doing four? good work. My bad. Level four producer director. <clears throat> Austin, you hear that? That's the, yeah. That's the sound of I'm looking at it here. The glass ceiling. Oh, getting shattered. shattered. Oh, shattered. Well, it's the echo. Ago. It's yep. the echo of it. There you go. And it's the echo of it. Uh yeah. There's a lot of names you hear when you start working for the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Yep. Walt Waltos. Mm-hmm. You got well Sam Ginn. Yep. That starts with it. John Brown. Mm-hmm. There's hmm I mean, There's God. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know we well, know that. So we know that. Uh Melissa Hurt. Is right up on there with him. This name, I tell you what, you, you look at it, you're like H E R K T. Is it? Is this a typo? No, Herkt. It's, it's the it's name. It's Difficult. I mean, I feel bad. It's kind of difficult to pronounce for me. I mean, is, is that, that the wrong, only? Th- is that the only one that's difficult? Well, I answer. mean, Herkt. Am I saying it correctly? You're doing quite well. well yeah, it's, a it's
1: a. It's a good German name with hardly any vowels.
2: Right. Oh yeah. It's, okay. It's much different from the maiden,
0: which was Brown. Brown, oh, Brown was the okay, yeah, that is different. Hurt, uh, seventy-seven civil engineering grad. She's a uh, this is seventy-seven is one of the. I mean, we we've had a lot of eighties recently. Yep, hadn't had a lot of seventies. No, nope. seventy-seven civil engineering and uh. Pr- from the looks of it, like an expert in everything. Uh, we've been wow. after you for like yep. three and a half, years, like, pretty much since day cold one. Shoulder, yeah, you're one of those. <laughs> we, we've had a few. The president, to you know, yeah, you're in good no, company, good I guess. Trigger. But uh, thanks a ton for joining us Sure
1: I, I just always thought I didn't have that much Interesting ah, to say Ah, <laughs>
0: baloney uh, How was the Chick-fil-A? Let's start with that Because <laughs> it looks like We made a little pit stop Before we well, over Well, you
1: know When you drive over here You never know how long It's going to take To find a parking place well, that's true yeah. I yeah. mean, right. I have a I have a parking badge thing And I tell people It's not actually a parking pass It's a hunting license That's, <laughs> it.
2: that's it We all have uh, hunting licenses as well
0: You have like your own Pass and everything? Well,
1: the foundation board members Get the the cars registered, really? so I can park all the way up to A. I
0: gotta look into getting into that. Yeah, uh, Jer, huh? I, I, no. I no, no. Let's no. aim, let's aim lower criteria. Criteria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, soccer coach. Uh, well, thanks a uh, thanks a ton. So you live locally?
1: I do, I do. How and long? What a, you, yeah, what how long a have joy you, that is. How long have you been back? I moved here in October of 2016, and I built a house, and I moved in there October 2017.
0: Love it. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna read through the thing here. There's so many little bios on you because you're involved in in most everything. We got the, I mean, your name's on you know it's over there at ASCL, ASL, uh, to the educated. Uh, I mean it's it's everywhere. Uh, during a career that began in the mid '70s, uh, Alabama native. Where are we from originally?
1: Gadsden, Alabama. So Gadsden. Well, really, Rainbow City. What, there what you
0: go Rainbow City? Yeah. Well, so let's let's just well why so why'd you come down here? I mean, how'd you get to Auburn?
1: well i was a uh, i'll say a poor student and i did community college first and when i started looking where to transfer auburn had some scholarships they could help me out with and i was already a co-op student and auburn has a great co-op program
2: well um engineering yes what got you interested in in that path
1: originally i thought i wanted to be a, a csi you know crime scene investigator kind of thing and i got i got to organic really? chemistry and i thought oh no <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was a, a draftsman designer in a civil engineering company in atlanta and so i was aware of it and i started in that and then the summer after my freshman year i got the co-op job at alabama power and there was no looking back
0: well that's awesome well so what got you in one of the see i mean were you reading nancy drew what are we uh
1: you know i don't really recall except that my mother was a state employee and she had me go through the book of state jobs to look and see if there was things i was interested in and i think matlock was on at the time (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) not in the 70s Uh not in the 70s perry mason maybe and all that stuff
1: no maybe matlock but anyway i just i just thought that sounded cool and you know figuring things out was always something i liked to do
0: When don't we have like the forensic? It's, uh, there's some big forensic. The state
1: forensic lab is over over on Wire Road. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. by the vet. By the vet
0: school. Mm -hmm. Big time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, so, uh, I mean, you, you get here, so, so no looking back. I mean, what was it? What, what exactly did it for you? What? With the. You know the no looking back thing.
1: Oh well, <laughs> when I started uh, co-op and, and and started working at the power company and and got to go out and do some jobs and stuff, I thought, God dang, this is good. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> well, this is for me.
2: A uh, retired president, COO of Emerson,
1: um, one of the business units of Emerson. Mm-hmm. So,
2: uh, talk about what what that whole experience is. You culminate in that, and uh, what all you all, what all you did at Emerson.
1: Well, it was it was interesting for me because my whole career I had been on what we call the owners side of the business and so I was always buying and not selling and I jumped all the way over all those contractors and big contractors that I worked with and went all the way to a supplier and the business unit that I had at Emerson did Hardware, software, and services for process control systems. So the cruise control for refineries and chem plants and pharmaceutical plants and stuff. And so I, one of the few presidents hired from outside the business, they tended to grow their own. And I was asked to come in and try to build up the services side of the business, which is what I knew most, engineering and construction.
2: Well, it also did something else, uh, $900 million in annual revenue.
1: Yes, when I first only
2: <laughs> 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 exactly yeah
1: we I think when I got there we were at about three hundred and fifty million a year and we got it over a billion before I retired wow wow okay. wow and about five thousand engineers and,
2: and you worked pretty much all over the world where where were some of the places that that you all where you were M- me personally yes
1: in the time I was on the owner side of the business with Exxon and the pharmaceutical companies and that um, we moved quite a lot because we followed the projects. So I've lived I have to count them on my fingers. Uh I lived in Denmark twice, 10 years apart. I lived in France, Switzerland, Colombia, South America. I'm missing one. Uh, Maybe that's it. Well,
2: yeah. Anyway, Columbia is my favorite.
1: <laughs> Columbia was. I enjoyed it. It was a cool uh, place dad, to live. It was dad, in the eighties.
2: Yeah, my dad worked uh, about the last twenty years of his career. He worked in Columbia for yeah. Drummond Coal Company and just absolutely loved it. And we have several. Well,
1: I got a story for you. You could do it. I worked. I lived there and worked on the construction of the Cerrejon coal project which is the largest open-pit coal mine in the world that was in the late 80s, early 90s, well, I guess early 90s, maybe, um, sold to Drummond. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know Beth Stooks?
2: I absolutely do. Well, well Beth, Beth, yes.
1: Beth is a Drummond. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, and I so
2: communicated with her not too long I ago. I
1: gave her my golden railroad spike from the railroad we built. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. That uh, that may be the Pribano mine that – that dad worked at for all the time because that's what they that's when he started was in the early 90s when yep. German expanded yep. so that was it. wow small world
0: uh, small world
2: yeah. yeah I know Beth <laughs> yeah.
0: she's well, awesome she is very very <laughs> I awesome don't know, and, and she serves on the she's on the foundation, foundation board, board as yeah. Well, yeah well so get into that what well, how many how many things do we belong to right now she, she's she's I got mean, her hand we'll, a lot we'll, uh, well, engineers without borders. You're yeah, active.
1: I haven't been doing that lately, and the the reason is the they always travel the first two weeks of August, and that's I have student rental properties here in town, and that's the two weeks I have to flip properties. Mm. So, I've had to kind of back away from that a little bit, but I enjoyed it. I, I yeah. did go to Bolivia four times.
2: Four times, yeah, uh, and that, those were in our early stages when we were just starting those projects. Absolutely, yeah. hydroponics, wind power, right. The stuff.
1: first year I went, I think, was two thousand twelve.
2: What, what do you take away? And, you know, we we do all these stories and videos uh, where we talk to the students and just see how much they get. What do you take away from those visits and being with the students and the couple faculty members?
1: Well, I think. There's there's a number of things, and I'll just kind of do them as they come to mind, not in any order. Um, having lived in Latin America and learned the language, I love those people. And they're hardworking, honest people. They're just poor, you know. And we, we met my friend Casimiro there in Bolivia. He's the most natural engineer I have ever met. He can make a tool out of anything. <laughs> and seeing the kids watch him make tools out of anything. We had a strap wrench. You know, like, it's kind of like the wrench that you use to get the filter off your car, oil filter off your car. He had never seen one. But one of the kids handed it to him to tighten some pipe, and he just looked at it and flipped it over and put it on and used it correctly the first time. That That's the kind of man he is. Hmm. So I enjoy the, the the local people and the friendships that I've made that I'll carry forever. And by the way, Casimiro's son got married, and you usually get a llama for the wedding, and they named it Melissa. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a
2: hey folks, Melissa folks the llama
0: a, <laughs> walking around in Bolivia.
2: A llama named after yeah. him in Bolivia.
0: Wow. I, I smell a title, a <laughs> <of the laughs> podcast title. <laughs> well, so that's another honor we got. We got the Lifetime Achievement Award well, for the. I you mean, know, the no. alumni association. Well, uh, 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 Before we get to that, the Engineers Without Borders, uh, uh, especially with the
2: students.
1: The students. The first year we went, we were surveying the pipeline that we intended to build, and we were trying to identify where we were going to collect the water and, and store it in the tank. And we had a GPS system. Well, to get longitude, latitude, and elevation, you have to have more than one satellite. And we couldn't get enough satellite signal to do elevation we could do longitude and latitude i think it takes 3 to do to do all of them and so we cut down a tree and marked it and used a hand level to survey with and so i was helping teach these kids how to survey with homemade tools wow they'll never forget that and the gps just didn't work so okay now what here we are engineer solving that was solving. one of my best things engineer awesome.
0: solving problems Get okay. barely down to Bolivia Sheesh. <laughs> Uh, the solving problems professionally with Emerson, with the, uh, solutions, what well, was systems and, systems solutions, and solutions? Yeah. What was it? was there one thing? Was it the coal pit? Was that, was that part of it? Was it the, what was the most, I guess, professionally rewarding or the thing that you take the most pride from with
1: it's, it's kind of, it's that billion dollars. That <laughs> do <everything>. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, well that was pretty good and we we actually did increase our profitability during that time which was a big deal at emerson you really had you had to make your numbers man tough can only imagine yeah um i think one of the things that we got done and and you're probably going to laugh me because it has nothing to do with customers it has to do with rewarding and retaining our people and we in many companies to rise to a certain level and increase your pay and increase your rewards like stock options and things like that, you have to go into the management ladder. You have to leave the technical ladder and move over. And we were successful in, in changing that and making sure that our senior project directors could be rewarded at the same level as a, as a manager. Because a lot of the criteria is about how many direct reports you have when, you, when you're doing some of those compensation kind of things. So there was that and then when I first went, I was sponsoring the corporate account with Exxon Mobil, where I had worked for 20 years. And things we it was Sakhalin Island off the coast of of Russia, up in the and it's frozen in a lot of time a lot of the year. And we were flying people in and out and trying to get them to do the work, and we we were struggling. Everybody was struggling to get people willing to go there for like four weeks on and two weeks off. But we got it done and <laughs> um yeah we had a meeting at the end and we we had sort of a they were going to chew on us a little bit and we we reminded them of some of the things that happened like you know that wasn't our original scope of work we took it on because you begged us to because your contractor was failing you and we said we would try and we tried our very best but yeah we we had a hard time
2: yeah i we just think it's bad here. Sometimes when it's hot, I can't remember. I can't even yeah. <laughs> just think about being in the that, frozen tundra. I, I mean, that Coke We're machine. It, yeah. I mean, it
0: makes you, you know, really appreciate stuff like that. I mean, when I get upset when that thing doesn't well, work.
2: But Jeremy mentioned uh, just one of the awards: the Lifetime Achievement Award, the Auburn uh, Distinguished Auburn Engineer Award, the State of, of Alabama Fame. Hall of Fame. You have the um, uh, Carol Dunn award of excellence That's in a construction, big deal. you know, I mean, <laughs> all of these accolades as a little girl and in the 60s. I mean, you, you, do you ever imagine that?
1: No. no. What,
2: what does that mean to you to uh, to be recognized by again, uh, with the Dunn Award, your peers to be recognized by here in engineering by your peers at the university as a as a total uh, spoken at graduation, you know, these type of things.
1: What? You know, I'm like, a number of people and how I'd a, say a
2: very few number of people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I had not said what yeah. Um, I, I have I have a little bit of imposter syndrome, even still today, at at late sixties, where I think somebody's gonna wake up one day and realize it it wasn't that good.
2: <laughs> you know, I have that same thing every day. <laughs> it, yeah, but it, it's I've interesting never that, that you can That's still you can
1: question yourself like that and and I I mean, the National Academy of Construction membership is a big one, but that Carol H. Dunn Award to me was—I mean, Lifetime Achievement Award and all at Auburn is important. But this industry thing is like, golly dang, that was—that was very special. I was floored by that one.
2: Well, very well deserved. You—you shouldn't feel the imposter syndrome at all. And and definitely
0: not when you're in this man's (laughs) presence, because. Because, again, like I said, there's a lot of names that get tossed around. But, but his eyes light up when he starts talking about Melissa Hurt.
1: Well, we're friends.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw the hug. Amen. Amen. I saw the hug. He's, he's didn't, get a, didn't get a hug. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We'll get one on the it way out. Like, oh, hello.
1: Hey,
2: i tell you one of the best things. I, Marcus was there. Uh, when we were in uh, Minneapolis for the Final Four. Mm. Oh, yeah. And we'd gone to the Auburn event, and Marcus comes out and he's
1: like, <laughs> Melissa's in <laughs>
2: there. I went running. <laughs> May have had a couple drinks, but I went running back there. So, but a huge, a huge fan. I mean, she's oh, She, gosh, fan. she goes everywhere. So, he's got a World Series shirt on. we out at well, the World Series. No,
1: I didn't get to go to this oh. World Series. My, my neighbors brought it to me because I went down in that 100 degree weather twice a week and watered their flowers while they were gone for 2 <laughs> weeks. So this was my reward. There, there I go. thought it was pretty good. There
2: you go. I think Dr. Roberts got a uh got a um game worn jersey from Butch. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got Whoa. to see it. It's, it's Did something it still else. have
1: aroma? <laughs> per- didn't get that
2: close
0: to it. Per- I was like some perks. <laughs> yeah. The uh why you're so accomplished. I mean, you could I mean, you could Build some house, and just isolate, just kick back, live la vida loca. Yet you seem involved. Where we're, we, you know you're giving back, you're showing up, you're wearing Auburn shirts, you're going to Chick fil A here in town. You, wh- why do it? I mean, why why be so involved? I mean, was this place special or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's special to anyone who's willing to come here and have a look. I always tell people, don't take your child there and let them look before they pick a college because you have to be willing to send them there if you take them there. Don't, don't go. Don't even go. But I think um, I owe Auburn an awful lot because I went to college on scholarships and what I earned as a co-op student, and I left here and I didn't have any debt and i and i don't have children of my own i have stepchildren and grandchildren but i don't have any children of my own and i felt like i needed to pay back for wh- who all had helped me and that there was some other kid out there like me who was struggling to go to college he was going to be a great engineer so you know pay it forward is kind of what i do but when When my husband died in 2013, I thought, you know, I'm like a thousand miles from my closest family, and that's not good as you get older and you live alone. So I needed to get back closer to family. So where would you go besides Auburn? I mean, you're not going to Atlanta or Birmingham, right? But by living in Auburn, I have in a two-hour circle around me five sets of cousins, my dad and his wife and his extended family with her up in Atlanta. So I'm real close to family now. So that's a good thing. But man... It's so cool to live in Auburn and have money to spend and not have to live like a
2: student. (laughs) You can go
1: and do all of it. Y'all, 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 listen. Vince Gill was amazing. I saw
2: the pictures. Man. So I've been trying to get to go to Clint Black. But I don't think I'm, to think I'm going. I'm gonna be out of town. Yeah. When know. I looked at tickets, all there was was couple in the nosebleed. But
1: yeah, but the, that theater, there's oh, no ads. Yeah, hey,
2: Mr. Waltos, the, oh, the Browns, yeah. you know everything they did for for that. Well, and you talk about giving back. Um, something that's made an impact on me here. And you talk about you support transfer students. Um, I was a transfer student, um, and I didn't know that about you till you started talking about that. Um, and and you know that is kind of an underserved population here at the university of people like both of us who um, may have made another decision that was best for us uh, and then came here when the time was right Um, so I love that and then you said I think we may have done a video one time where you were talking about get in the habit of giving back whether that's you know a a meal a week a meal a month that you let's sacrifice that and and give that back to Auburn I started doing that literally because you said that and uh, and again we talked about this Um, you know I love my liberal arts Uh, the Plainsman would be somewhere else that I need to expand because I did a lot of uh, Um, work over there and love those kids, but my money goes here uh, because of people like you seeing how you believe in this place. We come to work here every single day because we believe in what we do, and that's part of the creed, and we love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you think that something you say or do may not catch on or have an impact, it has at least on one person. So I I assure you there's got to be many more kids, those kids on the EWB trips, uh, that your legacy and your impact will, will carry on for generations. I support Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, very and, much. And they, <laughs> they much. have a lot of foundations over there, yeah, and they give true. back. Right, and yeah. that's just kind of something yeah. I
0: do. You're, you're so one of the Kathy kids. That's good. Whole oh, Kathy kids. You know, I, I feel passionate about that. <laughs> so are, you know. are
1: any of y'all golfers?
2: Um, I participate okay. in the golfing You know what it's <laughs> like
1: if somebody stands in your line, right, yes. or stands and casts a shadow over your line? Yes. Well, think about the shadow of leadership, because when you're in a role and you're out in front of people, people are watching you all the time. And you have no idea where your shadow has fallen, good or bad, on someone who will respond to either something you did or said based on the fact that they think you succeeded. And they think, well, if I, if I adopt that, I'll succeed, too. And if it's a bad thing, that that's not good.
2: Very well, true. That's going to stick. I was about to say, now I can't wait for I, really, I to really. Li- no. I watched you do that earlier, Austin. I'm re- now, now I'm going to screw up.
0: <laughs> <I> really? <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to say. I know. A Look, lot.
2: Don't get fired. Be sweet don't, now. Don't get fired on a Monday. You still got a hug
1: pending. Okay, good.
0: Uh, well, Melissa, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us. Finally. We could honestly keep talking. Finally. Yeah, yeah, finally, forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we could keep talking forever, like we've like we could with a lot of the the yeah, folks who yeah. come back. Our,
2: our alumni are just Gerald L. Poundsey Jr. Yeah. came in here. Gerald pounds a hoot.
1: He I love is, that guy. What a that. great yeah. guy!
2: What a great, and I mean, just all, all these um, alumni that I get to work with on the council is just you—you you, you cease to ever be, you know that impressed i mean it's it's amazing bobby keith sitting at the table the other day just rattling off you know a couple of things that that some of our grads have done it's yeah. just again but that's just what, regular that's, folks uh, uh, not regular pretentious as the day is all. long I, t- I talk about mr waltos all the time about that of i mean this is one of the most the most philanthropic individuals in this university's history, history and just as you know, regular a, regular guy. as you could be. So that that's what I love so much about working with you all. Um and the impact you make on the kids, that's relatable. It's not, oh, I can't go approach them. We watched you walk in here yeah. from the other building and you're just talking with a you know college student and he's just carrying on with you uh, like y'all had known each other and, and that, that's that's oh, what I, it's I all about. I was like, Well
0: she brought someone with her. <laughs> I was like, Oh never mind they don't even know each other. That's cool. War evil. Well gosh,
1: he was tall and handsome too. Uh, like well you, that's like what it does, like yeah. you yeah.
0: said. Did. A lot of
2: people are tall yeah. too. You know. probably got well, a that's hug. true <laughs> Yeah, and, and we that one didn't get a handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the gray hairs. Yeah,
0: you really do need uh, to Let, take that to heart. You know, of all the yeah, things, You took giving to heart. Hey. Maybe take a little hair club yeah, for take, men take, to heart. No, you know? the hair club for men. No, I mean I'm not good. the hair club. Just for, for men. men is what of no, I mean, I mean. Just for men. That's what it is. Just for men. Anyway, Melissa, I can't thank you enough. Again, my pleasure. Thanks for being an incredible ambassador for everything you've done for apparently the world. Yeah, I mean, not just Auburn. So you War Eagle. War
1: Eagle.
0: Eagle. You're listening to the hashtag getting podcast brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of
1: Engineering.